This week's episode of Bonfireside Chat is brought to you by Ian Davies. Ian. <laughs> Ian, thank you. Thanks, Ian. You helped. <laughs> and how he helped, because he is one of our patrons. Yeah. Much like, um, you know, an old Renaissance lord of <laughs> oldie times helping us paint stucco murals on the ceiling of some dusty old chapel. He's one of our patrons, because he went to patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV and has pledged a certain amount of money every month. Mm-hmm. which lets us continue to make shows mm-hmm. and gets him cool stuff. Yeah. So check it out. See the rewards, including uh, early access to the shows and questions in our live stream. Again, that is duckfeed.tv slash tip jar or patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. Oh, welcome. Welcome. Do you have a lust for blood? Why else would you be here? Then you will need blood. Oh, lots of it. Undead blood, like your own. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is Murph. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a cursed favorite. And this week we are talking about the Huntsman's Copes and Undead Purgatory. And as you heard, we are joined once again by Murph, an alumnus of the show, and also the host of the Dork Knight podcast. Hey, Murph. Hey, Cole. Hi, Gary. Hello. Two-time alumnus. Yes. You're, you're like the, it's like you're coming back to host Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Get into those, you know, Louis C.K. numbers. <laughs> Getting up oh, man. Alec Baldwin strata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can only hope to be Steve Martin. <laughs> uh, nobody can hope to be Steve Martin. You just have to be real sad and not like people. Um, yeah. oh, 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 wait. Okay, we might actually be closer than we thought. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, but in addition to that podcast, you're doing some uh, some game dev stuff here uh, recently, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm, I was going to make that. It's currently private. By the time this airs, I'll make some stuff public. I'm currently in development of something called Blackest Jack, mm. which is a wacky blackjack game. And uh, I'll I'll post on I think it's my itch.to website, but I'll I'll figure that out later. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll post it on dorknight.com. Yeah, and let us know. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Okay. Yeah. But hopefully, it, it, hopefully, I'm not but, outing you on anything you're not ready to out on. No, no, no. It's uh, it's uh, the, my art is terrible, which is the main obstacle to my game development. But it's it's solid mechanically. <laughs> well, just throw something up on Craigslist asking people to do it for exposure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be a monster. <laughs> Resident. <laughs> yeah. I can't no, afford to no. pay you, but. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Murph's, Murph's better than that. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm, in, instead, I'm trying to better myself in the art realm, but it's uh, yeah. slow, slow going. The, the noble path. Mm. <laughs> um, astute listeners, just so we don't have a continuity collapse and you know, we end up going back in time and killing our grandparents or anything. I want to note that we were uh, originally going to be joined by Allison Baker, who sadly couldn't make it. But um, just uh, just throw that out there. Uh, go to, you know, legodarksouls.tumblr.com because she is great and does great work. So, uh, indeed. I They're they're pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Murph invaded us. <laughs> so he's either <laughs> Dark, Dark spirit Murph. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, kill me five times to get my armor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so, going to get a pair of Levi's. What? Yeah, I'm not going to grind to get the polo shirt, dude. Um, <laughs> Um, what did uh, what did we do last time, Cole? Well, last time uh, we witnessed one version of undead subjugation in, in this uh, continent uh, by visiting the Lost Bastille and seeing the concentration camp-esque levels of horrificness there, uh, where undead were quarantined away uh, from the healthy folk in Vendrick's kingdom or some kind of kingdom. Uh, we also fought some sentinels and uh, sentinels rather and gargoyles, and then we turned away once we faced some snipers on the sinner's rise. And now we uh, turn to another undead hell, this time the most dangerous game uh, within a game, the Huntsman's yep. Cops. Yeah, man is the, the most dangerous thing to hunt. And uh, and that, that's what we're doing here. So like, as we mentioned a couple of times, like one of the neat things about Dark Souls 2, I, I feel like this happens a lot of times in uh, in fiction you know, in sequels where you'll see how one culture deals with a problem and then the sequel you'll kind of pull back. And say, like, okay, we've established the problem. Now let's look at other ways to kind of tackle it. Happens a lot in zombie movies, yeah. um, weirdly enough. And that, that makes sense for this because this is probably the zombiest uh, area in the mm. game in a way. Um, but the uh, – so, you know, we know how that kingdom does it. This kingdom um, is uh, near Alone or Elan, um, the realm of the Iron King. And uh, when the undead curse began to overtake his kingdom, instead of locking them up or trying to cure it, um, he, you know, started hunting them for sport and, uh, and setting them up for torture. Um, they're explicit right. torturers and, uh, and it's fucking dark and awful. Yeah. Um, you know, most of what we know, I mean, we know a little bit about the Iron King and a lot of it we know based on this and, uh, he, he is a monster. Based, based on seeing oh, the, yeah. the, the fruits of his actions. Continuously. Like, like the next couple are like the next couple areas you go into in the spoke, mm-hmm. like he, he is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. If if I were to describe this area in like one word, it's it's like rot. Hmm. They, like brought like the sausage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> minus mm. the B, minus the B. Yeah, oh, okay. rot, rot, yeah. rot. Just kind of like oh, like overly worked over and designed like uh like the, like this is Or th- or R O T. R O T? Yeah, minus the B, I think he yeah. Okay. B R O T. Yeah. You gotta bring it. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the first time where the aud- like the audible medium has failed us. <laughs> oh, oh boy. And for more audible um, mediums, go to audible.com. The, we we uh, stopped doing that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So the, this, uh, you know, and ultimately, um, you know, after this kingdom fell for one reason or another, and we'll talk about it a little bit, um, Vendrick gets his claws in this because there's a one specific enemy that kind of shows up in this woods uh, that has some ties to a later area. Yeah. So, uh, you know, kind of leads, you know, this is either like a dumping ground for these things or a place of, uh, you know, ex- like weapons testing. Yeah, like almost. an excursionary like, force. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that back to the uh, the Metal Gear weapons test data. <laughs> See how the, the artificial undead do. Oh, man. Really, to get the most out of these shows, you have to listen to like all six shows we put out a week. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's like we're like the worst of comics. Well, before we get too crazy off here, the, did you know that I think the Lloyd's Talisman from Dark Souls 1 contains a possible reference to this area? Mm-hmm. Oh, do tell. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be quoting. Uh, Talisman utilized by Allfather Lloyd's cleric knights to hunt down the undead. Uh, blocks the Estes and their blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the outside world, undead are cursed creatures, but in Lords, clerics, knights are widely praised for their undead hunts. 
Hmm. Um, hmm. So, blah, 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 undead recovery, blah, 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 blocking. <laughs> I, I always thought, thought of that as referring to uh, Patches. Or not Patches, shit. Um, what's his name? Uh, Petrus. Like, and no. him being the, you know, because he was sent to, uh, you know, ensure that um, Rhea doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's how I, I always thought of that. But it's definitely, um, you know, because we were talking about how novel it is that they're hunting undead. And it's possible that, you know, the church kind of put this face on it and, and you know, we're treating them like people. And Alan just decided to, uh, you know, literally treat them like animals. <laughs> you know, not, e- not even cage them. Like, people go in prisons. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, this is just, we are going to kill you and torture you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. yeah. Stinky deer, uh, oh. stinky deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of the church, should we talk about the the NPC that gets us here? Yeah, yeah. yeah that that's super interesting to me. Like the fact that this is uh, walled off, and uh, I don't I don't have a good theory why um, Lysia is able to get you in here. It is one of my favorite scenes in the game. <laughs> like when she says, you know, it can only be opened by miracles, pray. And then when your head is down, she just slyly unlocks the door. <laughs> um, that, that's wonderful. Um, uh, but I, I don't, I understand why this would be locked off. Um, if this kingdom has fallen, um, or if it's literally just like, this is where they put all their, you know, raving undead and, and hunters and stuff. But I don't know why Lysia can unlock it. I mean, the, the answer might just be pure opportunism. I mean, she found the key and she knows that there are people who want to get there. So, yeah. you know, and, and, you know get, she's on that paper chase. Yeah. yeah. Lysia wants souls. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Like, Lysia is, is interesting because, and we'll talk about her a little bit more when she appears, but I feel like there's a lot more to her and I don't, I don't understand her. <laughs> like, I know, I know a little yeah. bit about her. I know that she is a shit heel, but I don't know <laughs> much more than that. You know? I, I, there's... Do we want to, I guess, talk about what you get when you kill her? Yeah, the the chime and the key. The key, well, there's also the spell. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the spell explicitly states that she, she stole it from her, I guess, her order of, um, uh, what is, it starts with an L. Uh, Lindelt? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she stole that spell from the Lindelt... Uh, monastery and that's why i guess she is a traitor if you will yeah and and you run into uh lindell clerics later too yeah yeah i don't uh, don't have that shrine yeah 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 so is that where she's originally from what does that uh you know what could that mean yeah uh Yeah, um, but I mean, it's uh, it it should be at least called out that this kind of crossroads area is, uh, you know, the the link to two fallen kingdoms, both Hade and Alon, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Even yeah, yep. That is that is definitely true. Yeah. The um, hmm. and yeah. you can only access one of them at once because of like bonfire teleportation. I never had that problem. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just you know the the thing would reset, but I end up running back. To the door and being like, "Oh shit, I can't, I can't get there. Now. <laughs> Why am I even walking here? This yeah, is dumb. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to walk anywhere." Yeah, that's um, uh, Take, uh, a frequent contributor. He's the only person who I've heard having a problem with that, but that's because he did a uh, uh, no bonfires run through. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> yeah, so yeah, mm. yeah, on my eventual list for you know getting uh, if you know dark if uh, V Souls never comes out. Um, <laughs> But the, uh, once you open this gate, you go up kind of through this long, uh, long cavern, um, and you eventually meet, uh, an NPC, uh, Falcon the Outcast. 
yep. who uh, I like yes. a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's interesting. There's not tons to him. Like he's not, you know, I'm not holding my breath for the Falcon prepare to cry. But uh, I like his general tone a lot. Yeah, um, like he's like you know, a sadder, more neurotic uh, Laurentius, just like a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked how he's just he's in a chair and he's just very clearly facing the wall. Like, <laughs> he's in timeout. Like, yeah, like uncomfortably close to a wall. <laughs> That's a baller I, chair, though. The the first time I I ran ran through this area, I missed him. Like I, I totally didn't see him and I had to go back. He never. He also never relocates. Like he's the only uh, spell merchant mm-hmm. that won't head back to anywhere near Majula. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no matter how much he likes you and everything, because he is that is like he is an outcast. Like it is. You know, if you talk to him, and get his story. You know, he st- tried studying traditional magic at uh, at Melfia mm-hmm. and uh, just found it wanting. Yeah, and now he's obsessed with the dark, and he actually came to Drain Lake specifically to slake that obsession. He says that uh, this is the place that is closest to the dark. Um, and if there is anything that is worthwhile to say about him, it's that he is not hollow. Or at the very least, yeah. he does not say he is hollow. He says, mm. hey, everybody here is either undead or has the curse, but not me. <laughs> Suspicious Dark Souls laugh. Right. I wonder, <laughs> I, you know, a way to, the, the trick to always find out if somebody's hollow is to fight him and see if they use Estus. <laughs> I've never done that. I wonder if he, uh, you know, ends up using Estus because that would be a, a hint as to whether he's lying. Is, um, there, this, he, is this our first encounter with, uh, with Hex? Um, it's I our, think we've, so. we've run into hexes, but this is our first, you know, merchant. This is our first hex, uh, you know, Specialist. specific thing. Yeah. I feel like we probably found one okay. up until this point, but we're, this is the first time we can talk about hexes. Mm-hmm. Um, hexes are OP as shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hexes are the most powerful magic you can do. They're incredible. Yeah. Oh, like um, I did a, a hex run for my second run and it is, it was at least twice as easier than just like a sword and board run. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm working through it now because I'm setting up. Um, after I do a Whip Fest, I want to do um, like a Magic Man sequel, but hexes only. But because hexes are so good, I'm going to do it in New Game Double Plus. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm getting my my hex guy up to New Game Double Plus, and it's still super easy. <laughs> like it, it is so easy to just stomp through New Game Plus with hexes. And like the balancing factor is that it requires this huge stat investment, but you just do so much fucking damage. Oh, and there's so many. Yeah. And they're all good. Like they're really yeah. like, you know, the, they're really cool. Like the, the new sorceries that they introduced for this, like some of them are really neat and I appreciate them giving kind of new shapes to the magic missiles you're shooting, but they're not as good as the hexes right. I found. Mm. So as, as, as somebody who's interested in doing a hex playthrough, like what's the best starting point for that? Um, kill, knock Alicia off the bridge. <laughs> um, you know, immediately go cheese, a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, start yeah. as a cleric, knock Lissy off the bridge and take her chime. Cause that's the best text chime for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And then just build up your, uh, intelligence and faith up to 20 and okay. grab a texting gear. Yeah. And then you're, you're golden. It sounded like you were about to say something. Murph, so no, that was go. pretty much the exact same advice I would give. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Falcon is one of those, uh, mean old vendors who will not talk to you if you don't have, uh, if you don't have a certain stat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Requirement, which is eight int and eight faith. You just don't have the gift. <laughs> yeah. The cool one of the cool things about hexing is that on paper it seems like it's going to be so unpowerful. Mm-hmm. You know, like pyromancy, which was like crazy overpowered in the first one, um, and sorcery too. But pyromancy, where it's like it takes it scales with the better of your two things. Mm-hmm. Um, this one it scales with the worst. You think, oh shit! 
you know, but then when you realize it's kind of trivial to keep those things even and mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of, they're adjust makes up for it. Mm-hmm. That it just, uh, yeah. He also gives you, when he gives you his hexing gear and gives you that staff, that's one of the coolest looking weapons in any of the Souls games, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the anim- you know, because it animates. Mm-hmm. And I, I also like the the armor, just the way that looks. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's super goth, and it speaks to like, you know, sixteen year old Murph who <laughs> was hung around in a hot topic. But still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really early place to get that staff because I I only picked it up on my sorcerer outside of Aldius. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can if you want to. If you don't want to use him as a merchant, you can kill him for the staff too, because oh. mm-hmm. um, that ties into a quest later. Um, and it's a it's a good sorcery staff. Like it's not the best hex, you know, uh, staff, but it it's serviceable for a good long time. Yeah. And the uh, the hood gives you additional um, spell casts for any spell. Hmm. So the uh, the hood's super useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you get to this area here with the bonfire. This area is very generous with bonfires <laughs> uh, for the most part. Ridiculously and, uh, nice. so. This might yeah. be a new <laughs> record, actually. Yeah, maybe a little bit too much. And uh, you get to kind of see off on into the distance and see this huge kind of uh, stone structure, mm-hmm. which turns out to actually be the purgatory that we're going yeah. to later. Yeah, this is uh, the, this area for a certain percent of the population of listeners and players. This might have been the first Dark Souls 2 that they saw mm-hmm. uh, because well, Huntsman's yeah. Cops was the uh, was the beta area. And uh, standing here at this uh, at this. Um, bonfire looking up at the purgatory, which kind of looks like, uh, some of the arenas around Ulysseal, um, in the, uh, you know, prepare to die edition. Um, and also talking to Malentia, who was here, um, in that particular build, talking about like, ooh, kingdoms of the past and whatever. That was a really strong feint towards, hey, hey, this is Lordran, uh, coupled with the idea of, you know, this being kind of a forest area made it really, really feel like Dark Root. Um, so that's kind of just some of the baggage that I came into this area with. Mm. Yeah. But definitely that yeah. makes a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you, you make your way into this cavern and uh, you're introduced to the first new enemy. I think you run into one of those prisoners on your way up here that, that oh, don't show yeah. you can't lock onto them until you, uh, until they <laughs> aggro, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but these poison moths who like, you know, <laughs> we talked about it before, like moths are creepy mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and these guys just kind of spray you. Like dusting yeah. with this uh, pollen. Um, yeah, and they make like a little twinkly sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's better than having the crazy sorcery moths, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, no, they, uh, the, the, these guys stick around and they're almost always elusive. Um, I've never been able to, uh, to take one down without, uh, resorting to spells or archery. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, but they are like a nice source of the, uh, Poison, yeah, the poison moss. moss. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, whatever the moss is. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. is super expensive for what it does. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, because poison's so intense too. Like coming into this area with a lot of moss was useful, and being able to you know farm it for a time because I was getting poisoned. And you know, poison is there are so many poison areas yeah. in, uh, mm-hmm. in this, and their their proximity to um, Harvest Valley makes tons of sense, actually. Yeah. So these these moths are probably you know essentially just like Blinky the you know three eyed fish like they very well could have been normal moths that just grew up too close to Harvest Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually go down to the bottom of this pit if you want to here by climbing on mushrooms hmm. in a terrifying way, and there is an undead torturer who will kill you as soon as you <laughs> land, like unless you're oh, yeah. 
you know, very good. It's a it's a pretty tough thing. Yeah, the, the, um, but you can. There's a safe way to get down there too. Yeah, a little bit later on. I didn't know you could get get to it from up here. Uh, those mushrooms kind of freaked me out just because they blended in so well with the wall. They don't look like something you can climb, but you definitely can yeah. jump on down to them. Huh. <laughs> that'd be that. That'd be a bizarre a uh, bizarre shortcut to the second bonfire if this was the least necessary area for a shortcut ever. Yeah, <laughs> if this was <laughs> not the least necessary ever. Yeah, right yeah. next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, but you break out, and uh, you know, as you as you pass through this area, um, probably poison, but maybe not. I don't know. Just uh, use soul gems. Um, you get to, I can't quite discern what this structure, this building's for, honestly, but, uh, it's, it's a, good. I, I was just going to comment sorry. about, oh, go ahead. <laughs> you put down a marker. We're being idiots. Yes, I can. Um, we're all experienced podcasters. Here, <laughs> uh, Murph, go ahead. I apologize. No, I was going to say it's got that deep twisting, dark pit kind of always, uh, evoked it, some kind of like the, the, the pit in Java's palace kind of thing <laughs> for me. Yeah. Down in the middle there. Yeah. And like we, we've seen a big perfectly round pit like this before. This is uh, something that you throw things you want to forget down. Yeah. Oubliette. Yeah. The, um, there are also those little um, indentations in the wall where there are prisoners mm-hmm. there. Like I just kind of assume that's what this building was for was like keeping people in prison, probably torturing them some. And eventually throwing them in a pit. Yeah, like cold you know, Like it's the pit building. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe I could uh, like a sort of mini arena. Ooh. Because hmm. it's it's raised on both sides. I, I mean, there's no like keeping people out of it or from you know walking out. But you know, mm-hmm. there's a viewing area, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, and then and kind of choke points if you're going to try to uh, try to escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that for sure could be, could be could be the case. That's twisted fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this building. yeah. Um, you're introduced to your first like agility enemy mm-hmm. here at this point. Mm-hmm. Like some of the um, the pirates we fought were a little bit tricksy, but these are you know these are the thieves. These are the lower end Berg, yeah, backstab motherfuckers. Love these guys. These fights oh, yeah. are so great. <laughs> the animations I, are so good. The club mm-hmm. one does that like when they do the three hit combo and it's like two regular hits and then like pretty twirl, uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> just pretty twirl and then just do that like pirouette. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so it's so uh, flourishy. Yep. <laughs> and just the, the the way that they can change their tactics depending on your distance from them, like mm-hmm. like it's so varied and textured. It's just so good. Yeah, I I like how the arrows are like not they do a good deal of damage, but not enough to like immediately kill you. But what you really like if you're not careful at all, like you'll just get poisoned in what two three arrows? Just about. Yeah. Yeah, they're significant, depending on the armor you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And you're going to be hit with a couple, especially as you're going through this for the first time, because there's one across from the pit uh, who's kind of taking pot shots at you um, as you're taking care of the ones that are on this side of the room with you. Mm-hmm. And then that ambush, too, that door, like, <laughs> you head towards yeah. that door, I think I burst out. Yeah. So good. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, well, up on top, before we, I guess, leave through that door... Where the, the guys jump. Yeah. That's such a yeah. great like set piece. It's like a straight Batman yeah. move. <laughs> yeah. I love I love knowing where they're gonna land too, because you can run up and position yourself behind them and backstab them right as soon as they land. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> the hunted has become the hunter has become the hunted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a fun little building. <laughs> yeah, it, this, is a, this is a cool area. Yeah. yeah. 
but don't worry too much because there's immediately another bonfire. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> you pretty much just have to clear this one area, then you're good. <laughs> yep. Just like right down under the bridge uh, substructure, which I love the fact that it makes you look up at the uh, at the hunts or at the uh, undead purgatory um, mm-hmm. for the majority of the beginning part of this level, because it really makes you think that that is where you're headed to. And obviously mm-hmm. you, you might. I mean, we're going to talk about that area later on this episode. But uh, but the idea that uh, you might end up going there and that it's functionally a dead end is a nice little uh, switcheroo that I didn't expect the game to play on me like that. Mm hmm. And I want. And did anyone else notice that this area in particular is just like a PvP hotspot? Yeah, a lot of that happens here. Hmm. Um, I, I was thinking about it. I wonder. Um, one of the other things I'm doing for that new game double plus thing is building up as much sin as possible, so I get um, you know, oh. blue invaded during mm-hmm. the thing. And I got blue invaded here like the entire time I was here in New Game Plus. Huh. Um, you know the, the the super cops, and then I got red invaded a couple times, and I think that might be because of the proximity to uh, the covenant, the Brotherhood of Blood. Right, yeah. and I want to I want to describe that that was intentional because it's sort of lore. Uh, yeah, like plausible. Yeah, yeah. right. Because mm-hmm. like this is a this is where undead hunt other undead. Here's a yeah. really big PvP hotspot. Yeah, and yeah, if this sure. is dark root PvP, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and the thing about this bonfire, like I'm thinking about it, I'm glad this bonfire is here because of the two boss runs you have to do. Yep. The first mm. one shouldn't be there, but I think it's there because of Falcon. Oh, like yeah. There so, so, you you, can, so you can zip to Falcon. Yeah, you've got to mm. pop in, pop out. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a good bonfire. Like the two boss runs you do from this point are feel like Dark Souls 1 boss runs. Mm-hmm. For the most part, um, and getting the uh, the next bonfire is not you know a done deal. Like it's not mandatory, so you could be making both those boss runs from here, and that feels like a, a reasonable boss run. Can you yeah. elaborate on on the why those are specifically Dark Souls one fights or runs? Um, just because there are longer in Dark Souls one, there are longer boss runs. Yeah, I feel like, and then in Dark Souls two, like Dark Souls two tends to have uh, significantly shorter boss runs. Okay, I find um, you know not in every case, but in many cases. Yeah. Um, by having so many more boss fight or bonfires mm-hmm. and boss fights, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, from from here, you can kind of take that leap of faith off onto the uh, the bridge substructure and get to the bottom of that uh, that moth pit with the executioner. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. for, I forget is that is that chest trapped? I don't think so. Okay. I, yeah, I could I be wrong. Quite, I don't think there's anything super significant in in there, like it's, in terms of. It's Ricard's where, rapier. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is, which is huh. significant. Like, it's good for a certain build. Mm-hmm. Like, it is still, uh, you know, but rather than getting on Ricard, you get it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ricard! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you fight the torturers for the first time, which are pretty tough enemies. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They, yeah, these they guys definitely can be beat the crap out of me on my first encounter. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially, that? like... Yeah, that, that that we're going to talk about that gauntlet yep. um, on the way to the purgatory, but that's a huge difficulty spike. Yeah, that oh is god, awesome. yeah, that that, oh. that is a wall of pain and whips. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. But the dark side I, of when, whip fest. <laughs> the dark side uh, of whip fest. When I'm when I'm uh, when I'm sunbrowing for this area, I usually that's where I put my my sign down is just before that gauntlet, just because it's such a just a you know, like that spike there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, I looked for help the first time I was going through it and couldn't get through it. And uh, I don't know what was wrong, like why I couldn't summon any help. But I would have loved to, to grab a Murph at that point. <laughs> pop a Murph, pop a Murph. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's that, that's nice though because that's probably where somebody's going to be getting desperate, and it also clearly displays your intentions as the summony about which way yeah. you want to go. Like as opposed to like you know that's one of the bad things about the semi hidden slash inaccessible bonfire. And the one that is way too close to the one that was before. It's like, where do you plop your, you know, your shingle down to be summoned? Right. Right. I've never right. seen like a consistent, you know, like, like a consistent pattern that's been agreed upon by the community. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you enter the, uh, you know, the bridge, bridge approach and we are in a, a dark soul style forest. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, it is a forest. It's a little bit uh, – it plays differently than um, Dark Root in that it is more about um, – like I feel like this is a little bit more ambushy. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dark Root had um, the D&D party and it had the uh, the Ents. But uh, the Ents would just run right towards you. They weren't necessarily – like they blended in but they weren't hidden. But guys are straight up hiding you know, behind trees in this area Dropping and the on. moths are you know, yeah. above. I would say Dropping the Ents have – ceilings. Yeah, the yeah. ceilings. Good God. Um, <laughs> the, the uh, I would say the ends had a little bit of uh, ambushiness to them too, just because they well, could the pop ones, out the of the ground. ground. Ones? Yeah, 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 the ground ones. But the mm-hmm. ones that, that 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 were up, they were definitely just running straight towards you. Like this, th- this this forest feels very scripted to me. Insofar mm. as they're they they're luring you towards points of interest with with you know very concrete encounters in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, this I, area. I agree with that. This area really punishes uh, attempting to just run through it. Yeah, until until you know how to do it, like the right. not so much with so, the the skeleton lords, but with the um, the chariot that took me a lot of tries <laughs> to beat. And uh, I, you know, eventually I mastered running through this, but it took a long time <laughs> for me to get it and how to do it. Well, if you try and run through and with the and if the bridge isn't down, oh, like <laughs> I did the first yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just run straight off a cliff, right? Oh, I mean, I I, I wheeled and was like, oh, and then <laughs> Benny hilled it around like the uh, uh, the the um, the jail like cells, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Benny, um, <laughs> come back yeah, here. Ton, except it's a ton, tons of archers there too. Like if you mm-hmm. if you run up get up to that point, you're gonna get jumped like a motherfucker, and probably some of these artificial undeads, yeah, um, you know, followed you up. Yeah, start, oh, yeah. startlingly swift these artificial undeads for being gigantic ogres yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and and i think that that just has to do with them being dual wielders uh mm-hmm. just because they they like they they have these big long swipes they can get you from further away than you think so like you think you're being crafty by getting around them but they uh but they will get up behind you real quick i i really like their their size as weapon because they have like this this feeling of weight Mm-hmm. But still, like speed behind them. Yeah, yeah that, that happens when with they... many enemies in this, where they they can run longer than you think they can. <laughs> like enemies dash at you now <laughs> in this way they didn't used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the, this is the enemy that carries uh, um, sickles that are made of alloy that we know is specifically from uh, from Vendrick and Aldius Rain. So yeah. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, what these guys are. It makes me wonder when in the chronology these guys arrived because, um, you know, there's nothing to suggest that Aldia or Aldia slash Vendrick and uh, the Iron King were, you know, buddy buddy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And if these guys were made to 
hunt the undead or torture them, that doesn't seem like that is in line with the Iron King's MO because he is, you know, he's pretty racist against the undead. Mm-hmm. Pretty <laughs> racist. Um, <laughs> So I don't know if if they came, if it's part of, like you mentioned earlier, if it's part of like an invasion um, force or like almost like the fact that this is locked away almost makes me think that this is where, you know, they're being tested or put in as, you know, these things are dangerous to keep around. They've got big sickles. Mm-hmm. Let's stick them in that forest. <laughs> yeah. From that, Why do we uh, give them two asshole. sickles? <laughs> yeah, no. Why do you make them so fast? It's, an, it's a board with a nail in love? it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they want to hug? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- th- this very well could be the Spencer Mansion, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the, the design on these things is great, though. Like, mm-hmm. they look really, really cool to me. And they do, when you say Spencer Mansion, that's interesting because they look like, um, almost nemesisist, you know, <laughs> you know nem- nemesacular. Say they will be kind nemeses. Of, yeah. 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 The, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you're heading up. Da-da-da-da. You have to do this bridge thing. Yeah, that we talked about um, lower the bridge inside this hut where you get ambushed from the the ceiling, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, um, good moment. Yeah, I uh, there's so there's a. Uh... I only bring this up. I don't want to encourage this kind of thing. In fact, I want to specifically call it out and say the community can do better. So we talk about haha the 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 orange soapstone messages. You know, like you know, uh, butthole right? <laughs> butthole <laughs> coming up. There's a there's a corpse where you can pick up an aromatic ooze uh, in this area, kind of along that far left wall. And around that, there were at least three messages that said, uh, of the aromatic ooze, visions of woman. Mm. Come on, mm. guys. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Bonfireside Ooh. chat does not approve. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Butthole is fine. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a joke about like somebody, some guy, some corpse is bent over. Yeah. And you're just like try thrust butthole. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, yep. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's a, sound it's, advice. It's egalitarian. Yeah, wear, wear sunscreen and try butthole. Like, good advice <laughs> for the graduate. Into it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be misogynistic or racist. Yep. Or homophobic. That shit's gross. Mm-hmm. Um, not approved. You know, Bos Lerman tells people to tear up their bank statements. That's a really bad idea. Keep those. The government <laughs> might want them. <laughs> I just, that's a beef that I've had with the sunscreen song for a very long time. It, did you say you said? Did you say Bos Lerman? Yeah. Isn't that the guy who did um, the Romeo and Juliet remake? Yeah, it's a, it's a speech that he gave, uh, like a commencement oh, okay. that was turned into a song. Yeah, it, gotcha. it was actually the year I graduated that song became popular. Man, I didn't <laughs> realize that was super Lerman. annoying. <laughs> yep. I already hated Boz Lerman. Now I double <laughs> yeah. hate Boz Lerman. Yep. Yeah. The reason oh, uh, Moulin Rouge on this evidence is mounting that he is a yeah. terrible person, an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <sighs> Mm. So, so you pull that lever and you lower that super sweet, uh, the, 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 the drawbridge, which I can only assume is meant to like to control like population flow. Yeah. Like, like one pops Who, up later, right? It should be noted that the, um, the lever is in a hut that is, would be walled off if it wasn't broken mm-hmm. on the side. So like when you say population control, it very well could be like there was a guy stationed in there with the bars kind of looking out and kind of a papers please style scenario yeah. and could uh, lower the bridge and raise it. And uh, eventually got broken into and, and killed because that's ultimately what happened to the uh, the jailers mm-hmm. in this area. Succumbed to the curse. I'd like to see the pat like the like the Vendrickian passport that was done in crayon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's like a papers, please, but for the uh, undead copes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're from the Iron Kingdom. Get back. <laughs> so somebody oh, comes Lord. through, but they have uh, that ring that explodes after they take enough damage. 
<laughs> the ring of the firstborn son. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, it's a tragedy. Or it's one of those those undead that throw themselves down and explode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> end, end of the chapter. Shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm going to feed my family. Didn't make it enough they're dead. <laughs> Grandpa's um, sick. Grandpa's sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but you get to the, the lockway um, here, which we can't get into here, but there is a bonfire, a tantalizing uh, bonfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and a mysterious uh, man in black kind of melding yeah. into the background. I, yeah. I, I kid you not, like, I didn't notice him until, like, the very, very end of my first playthrough. Like, I knew yep. that there was this Creighton guy floating around, but I figured I just missed him with the flagging and stuff. He is so well hidden that I thought he was just rubble. Yeah. <laughs> man, man looks like rubble. Can we, let's, can we talk about Creighton here? Yeah, you know, we yeah. get to see a little bit later, but yeah. we run into him here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Creighton's super interesting. Like Creighton and Pate are one of the one of my favorite kind of NPC storylines in this game. We talked about Pate and we talked about how we'd you know discuss his other half eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is him. Um, who is um, I think it was Vivian on Facebook had it as a post as uh, Creighton, you know, Pate essentially just being a you know a, a troll, mm-hmm. you know, because you think he's patches, you think he's a piece of shit, and then this is the real like psychopathic murderer. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, <Creighton. laughs> Um, there's all these like little clues about it. Um, you know, we talked to uh, cartographer Kale, who talks about a, a serial killer that had escaped. Um, what is the land he's from? Uh, Mira. Mira. And then um, there's something when you get his armor, it says like it looks like the you know the armor um, of et cetera et cetera, like some kind of noble armor. But there's something off about it. Yeah, that's Pate's armor. Uh, it was a Mira, like Mira elite knights, but it had been uh, it appeared to have been pillaged or plundered. Well, Pete's looks like it was stolen. Uh, Creighton's looks like there's something off about it. And it's a stag with just one horn instead of two. Mm. Like it's a counterfeit version of it. Like yeah. he has made a, a you know version to try to fit in with these knights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he hates Pete. Yeah, yes, he does. And uh, like the, the second you start talking to him, he warns you off of him. Um, kind of like Pate does telling you about uh, this other guy who was locked away and was very angry. <laughs> yeah, well, he, Pete locked him up. Yeah. Like, Pete is the guy who locked him in this yeah. area. And he's like, I've seen a door like that before. Mm-hmm. This was that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he gives us the fist pump bit. Uh, yeah, just, exactly. So it can't be all bad. <laughs> no, so he's actually the best. Yeah. Like, I, that is better than a white soapstone. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of the amount of good that it can do. Yep. That fist pump gesture is so good. It's 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 more like a like an Arsenio Hall like boop 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 boop. Yeah, it's like, it's like the dog pound kind of like yeah rolling let's just, dice. Let's just get rowdy. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls two, get rowdy. Oh, yeah, that that is that is that is probably my favorite gesture. I like get pumped up. I like uh, get warmed up too. Uh-huh. The uh, the one that that you learn a little bit later because it, yeah. it looks really uh, non like something you would show anybody else. Yeah, something <laughs> you'd actually just be doing. Um, I think on the balance, my most used one is Warcry, though. Warcry's really good. Yeah. They're all really good. Decapitate's yeah. really good. <laughs> decapitate. Yeah, Decapitate's oh. great. Yeah. Um, mm. Super good. But that's great. And then we'll, we'll eventually get to the end of his storyline yeah. um, in an entirely different place. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's locked here and he's on his way somewhere yeah. um, along with Pate. So and, just like uh, always, exhaust his dialogue until he gives you his gesture and then uh, uh, you'll move on. Yeah. Mm. So the, the path kind of splits here. Um, you can kind of take the high road and the low road. Um, you can go through uh, creepy caves, <laughs> or you can go through um, this kind of like treacherous cliffside bandit approach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I in terms of ease, I think that the the skeleton one is a little bit easier. Just mm-hmm. that you can you can make progress, if you will, by killing the the throwbacks to the um the old crypt from Dark Souls One necromancers. Yeah. Yeah, the super extra creepy like mutant necromancers. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, they have like marionette gear around them or something like that. Like they like they're necromancers with handles. Well, they look a little bit like um, uh, what's his head pinwheel. They've yeah. kind of got like a pinwheelness to the the general shape of them, kind of star shaped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, pin pinwheelosity. But like if you take the right path into the caves, it is straight up, uh, you know, catacombs like two point one light. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you, and you can't get all the way through the the caves. It should be noted. Right. Um, you have to come in through the other side. This is the way oh, the speedrunners right. take. It's a little bit quicker to to go. You bypass like a large portion of the um the cliffside. Yeah. By going this way. Um, one of the things I was thinking about is like what um I think I might have mentioned this last episode. What's going to be the um the channeler for for this season? And I think it might be curse pots. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, this I think is the first curse pot you run into. Yeah. Or we run into. Yeah, that, that that we have run into on the on the uh, uh, nominal playthrough for this show. Um, yeah, yeah, and like if you don't know what's happening, they're very confusing because they're laughing. You see curse. Uh, if you've played Dark Souls one, you are trained to be revulsed by curse. Yeah. Although it, it works, freaks the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Jeez. no big deal in this game. Yeah, um, they replaced that with petrify. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is no big deal, but it is really creepy, and they laugh at you. Yep. <laughs> like super unsettling. Um, Will, um, our buddy Will, sent me a text at one point that was just like, um, "He's like this forest is laughing at me. I can't take it." And like, <laughs> I just knew exactly what he's talking about. It's a later forest, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, yeah, they're they're super spooky. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know where these guys come from? Like we know where their greatest concentration is. Um, we have them kind of tied to another area, but they're sprinkled throughout. Mm-hmm. There's at least one other area I know that just has one of them. Um, kind of floating around. So I don't know exactly mm. why this is here. Yeah. Or why it's just one with a couple of broken remains of the other ones. Yeah. 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 yeah it's. Mm. Yeah, so it's so a good question. If anybody's got any theories about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hit hit us up. Uh, TV slash contact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but either way mm. you go, either go through the first part of the caves or the, you know, the cliff side and you're kind of doing this, um, you know, cliffside wall, which is just straight up full of ambushes and, <laughs> yeah. you know, engaging in melee while people cover you with, with ranged mm-hmm. attacks. Oh, yeah. It's – God, it's mm. – I'm, I'm currently in this – this is my – the current wall I'm up against is New Game Plus on this area. And I – oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the enemies are very thoughtfully placed. Yeah. Uh, you mean I mean you make it a good point, Cole, when you're talking about the the encounters being a little bit more planned out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's definitely true of this area. Yeah, like it feels um, in a way like kind of like I mean all of the encounters are are planned out, but it feels a little more video gamey in a good way, or mm-hmm. at least just more designed and a little less organic. But like it makes sense for what you know these creatures are. Yeah, like this area? The, the 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 cops, you know, accepting its lower significance, which is which is not ignorable, I don't think. Um, but uh, the cops is kind of the most video gamey area of this game. It's like the sense almost of 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 this game, I think, 
Whereas I thought before that might have been the Earthen Peak. This like like the, this just feels a little bit more artificial, like in a way that's engaging to me. So I don't use artificial in in a negative sense. But uh, but like that pops up to me where like this is a bunch of very modular, very encapsulated encounters that are kind of meant specifically to fuck you over. So I guess this whole spoke is a little bit like that because I yeah. think of that as Earthen Peak, and I definitely think of that as the Iron Keep mm-hmm. as being very designed and and gamey. Yeah. Like there are things that happen in Iron Keep that have no organic purpose in a castle. <laughs> yeah. But well, I wonder you got, you, got to, you want to dip some dudes in lava. Like come yeah, on. Yeah. It's just a yeah, party. Just like Iron Keep Easter Easter dips. The, um, it makes me wonder though, like the fact that they're all on one spoke, I wonder if that can be kind of hand waved away in in any sense. I mean by a you know, sadistic like a, ruler who has the ability to like shape the landscape. Yeah. 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 He's like arcade from X Men. Yeah. You know, piece of shit, man. <laughs> Iron King's the the real villain of this game. Yeah, uh, and I can't wait hmm. till we uh, get to the new game plus because that's very interesting to me as well. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, uh, I, oh, that's, yeah. That's gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, you're 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 going down here. There are kind of two like main ambushes. You get one that really doesn't give you much of anything aside from a weapon. I think that kind of is in a like a little clearing overlook kind of place. And then there's also the other lockaway that has like seven dudes in it. Where you get the, um, the uh, good, or the clearing? If you're talking about the one you have to take the ramp up to, yeah, has uh, one of the crystal lizards that's hardest to get in the oh. game for me. Like I, I can yeah. never get that crystal lizard because I I'm I too busy fighting off undead. <laughs> I think I got it because I like did an unaimed lightning spear or like unlocked it on and just kind of hit it just by chance. It was, huh. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's incredibly hard to get. But uh, yeah, you get you get jumped, you get jumped, you get jumped, mm-hmm. and eventually you get uh, and there's you get super jumped by uh, merciless Rowena, mm-hmm. who uh, looks like a real badass. Yeah, geez. I love that gear. That'd be a really fun uh, cosplay to do, especially because of the scythe. Yeah, like it, it specifically seems to be intimidation uh, is, mm-hmm. is, is yeah. what that hinges on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you if you do it right, I think you can get her to spawn while you're like up on a ledge. Mm-hmm. So. It, you know, like uh, from where that lizard was, you can jump to like a ledge. Yeah, there's a little like sniper's nest. Yeah, I think and you can yeah. jump to the next one. Yeah, and she'll spawn. Yeah, she always comes in for me when I go into the uh, little lockaway to get the lockway key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, uh, she she almost always comes with friends. Yeah, so so oh, yeah. Not, not a great place to fight her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She uh so 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 her gear specifically calls her out as a servant of Aldia. Like she she's she's wearing the uh the warlock uh kind of set. Yeah. 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 So we know so we know Aldia has his his sinister thumbs <laughs> in this area in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um the uh yeah, and then you know, just kind of for completion's sake, you can make a run to the boss now. Yeah. But um, you know, we'll go explore that cave. Yeah. Uh, mostly because you get uh, I think you get cool pyromancies. Yeah, for doing that, I think that's the ultimate reward. Specifically, it's combustion and also opening up one of the more ineffectual shortcuts in the yeah. game. So, like, if you come at mm. it from the from the skeleton lord fog gate, uh, you can pull the lever after killing one of those uh, uh, necromancers, which is mm-hmm. kind of sequestered on a little platform. So that's a neat encounter uh, because it yeah. forces you into a ranged or, uh, as the messages tell me, just jump and kill him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that is a yeah. scary jump. <laughs> Most certainly. And, well, uh, in the dark too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, just they they put those they put those sconces there, and they expect me to like light those torches, but nope. Yeah, 
<laughs> I think that like gameplay wise, the reason these guys are here is to introduce you to skeletons and necromancers um, in advance of the the chariot. Oh yeah, um, is is kind of what they're softening you up for because otherwise this area doesn't have a whole lot of. I mean, I guess it makes sense because of the boss fight, which we're going to get to. Yeah. Um, which has you know the skeleton lords, um, <laughs> which are you know take over and decide to tra- create a new kingdom of skeletons. Um, <laughs> yep. You know, <laughs> for for servants just, think, of of uh, of uh, Alon, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of, of of the Iron King, who I think it's their armor that says this. Yeah. Like, um, you know, yeah. started to create a kingdom of their own. <laughs> Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, is there a citizenship test? <laughs> I know. Like, like did, 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 did they just hook up like a pulse meter? Do I, do I have to marry a skeleton to, <laughs> yeah. to get my to get my black card and get into this new new area? Because I'll do it. Uh, it's like take the pulse of your dick as they show you pictures of skeletons, and if it speeds up, <laughs> like, okay, you're in. <laughs> like, you're, you're cool. In. We need to we need to recreate. What do you feed us? How do we make more? <laughs> Where are the cherubs from the catacomb, the tomb of the giants? Um, that's where all the baby skeletons go. But yeah, skeleton lords, skeleton mm. lords. <laughs> so I remember specifically after I beat this, I sent you a text message, Gary, saying I found a uh, I found a boss fight that is going to be your favorite in the game. Yeah, something yeah, like and, that. And the multiple people texted me that or something to that effect. It's great. Like Levi sent me a thing, and he's like, and he, I, it was before I'd seen them. And he's like, Skeleton Lords, best boss or best boss ever? And I'm like, Skeleton Lords. Mm. <laughs> and then it got there. It's just like ah, and, and like, <laughs> don't make that sound ever again, please. It. <laughs> so, so like that, like that, you know, seven to ten hour stretch of the game between when he sent you that and when you actually encountered these guys was one of the most magical stretches of the game ever. <laughs> any game, because you were thinking around any given corner there could have been a skeleton lord, let alone three. <laughs> And anything, like, first, I mean, Skeleton Lords do not disappoint, for one thing. But just that name is just so evocative. Like, anything that I could put into, you know, anything I could substitute for X was going to be fucking rad. <laughs> and uh, and these guys rule. Yeah. Well, their arena is awesome, too, because they have those pillars. Like, this is like a big, oh. like, it almost looks like an observatory. Or, like, yeah. some kind of, like, oratory or something like that. Where Like, and, I, like you would be tried before them. Yes. Like, if we decided to get citizenship <laughs> in this kingdom, like, we would be in chains in, the, in front of those three thrones. Uh-huh. And having the three skeleton lords like ask us skeleton riddles with the pillars <laughs> <laughs> like, from Laffy Taffy's oh. from Doctor Ding Dong's Hollywood Halloween joke explosion <laughs> now available on Amazon, Amazon Kindle. Kindle. Gary, <laughs> why did the skeleton not cross the road? I don't know because he didn't have any guts. Kill him. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> yes, yeah, ah, <laughs> Did you? There's. Did you also? Did you guys encounter the little peaky hidey hole to the skeleton lords? No. Oh, on the so, left. Yeah. 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 Where you? Like, it's, little... it's all closed in the rubble. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You can kind of peek in there and do some yeah. skeleton spying. <laughs> 
<laughs> do some deadly premonition on them skeletons. <laughs> some skeleton peeping. Yeah, <laughs> skeleton premonition. Uh, uh, I'm putting peeping. on my crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's kind of sad to think of the skeleton lords like backstage getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a Disney stage show. <laughs> like, yeah. Is my collar straight? <laughs> I really hope the pyrotechnics don't fuck up again. Ow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's catering? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> These little SOBs <laughs> that ought to hold them. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I just love that the pillars are hewn with like just gigantic a gigantic slope of skulls, skulls it, yeah, and it femurs. Is, it's the Aussieriest. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is so fucking sweet. Oh man, and like on top of oh man, and we mentioned pyrotechnics already, and like. This area is like filled with pyrotechnics when you start fighting them. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and it has the thing I keep mentioning it, but destructible environments. Like when you duck behind a throne and have someone throw a fireball at you, and the throne explodes into bones. <laughs> like that is enough to redeem. Like that that justifies this game on its own. Like yeah. <laughs> that is just, you know badass and. <laughs> In a ways. And I actually like like this boss fight a lot. That's great. Like it is not just I mean it's pretty easy. Like a lot of people I put out the call on Facebook, like, what's the you know, what's the the pinwheel of uh, Dark Souls 2? And several people said skeleton lords. And uh, they are pretty easy. But I, it's I really, think they're like, easy original. Mm-hmm. I think they're easy if you don't kill them all at once, if you will, and just have like a ton of skeletons following you. And and that's the trick, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it's moderation, exactly. kill your skeletons in moderation. Because you think, like, okay, like my like my my attacks are doing so much damage to these skeletons that I might as well just take them all out at once. Oh no, why is there only half of the uh, health bar down? What are these bone wheels doing? I've never seen them before. Fuck, fuck, I'm dead. The uh, <laughs> the first the first time I fought them, I definitely just made a skeleton party. Like, did not realize the trick and just carved through them and just had you know sixteen skeletons like at me. And I actually managed to first try them. My first playthrough, and then on later ones, I did not. I've died to a couple stray bone wheels, mm-hmm. but um, you know, making that big skeleton party is pretty fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> and just because you, you, the arena is so good for it with all the pillars, because you can you know kind of get cover and and run o- run around from them and and, mm. and such. Yeah, and uh, and they love skulls, man. If you if you got an alluring skull, <laughs> this this area is your playground. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think put, about that. Put that wherever you want. Everyone goes for it. <laughs> Chum the waters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, new skull, new model. Yeah. It's like the iPhone then, 5 of skeleton heads. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bone Wheels come back, which I'm I'm always happy to see because they're sons yeah. of bitches. But like the, yeah. <laughs> the uh, I like, you know, I was just like, oh, fuck you. Well, you know, when they pop up, like, <laughs> well, again, it's, you know, it's from almost just kind of like, oh, you don't want to see these anymore. Well, OK, we'll keep them to one area, except it's a boss fight. <laughs> Yeah, and mm. there's tons of them at the same time. Yeah. You know, you can't bait them out one at a time mm-hmm. because you're, we're going to spawn, you know, four or five of them at once. Um, yeah, super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, good. Yeah. And the individual skeleton lords themselves. I mean, you have the one who's a pyromancer, and I think the other ones can occasionally throw a fireball at you. But yeah, it's a little bit like a D&D party, you know? Yeah. 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 And they, they just look amazing. Like, they, these skeletons look great. Mm-hmm. They're great-looking skeletons. Yeah. Decked out in full regalia. <sighs> yeah, I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bones about it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus one, there's all skeletons. Yeah, these skeleton lords, man, these guys are good. It is, it is not my, my you know favorite boss fight mechanically or lore wise, but set piece wise, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it has that in common with um, Pinwheel as well, where like, you know, Pinwheel is so easy, but the, his arena looks so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a pretty easy boss fight, but this looks so goddamn yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And it stands out mm-hmm. in stark contrast to the other boss fight. too. Yeah. 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 Which, which also looks really cool, but it's a mm-hmm. very different boss fight. True. Um, yeah. the, uh, you, from this guy's souls, these guys all share one soul because they're in love <laughs> and the, uh, you can get two items. You've got one of them on here, the roaring halberd, which, um, I've only used a little bit. Um, but the more interesting item you can get from them is the, uh, crossbow shield. Oh yeah. Which is really cool. Like, uh, there's a couple different, like, shield combo items that allow you to use an offhand thing and a shield at the same time in this game. Mm-hmm. I think the crossbow shield comes from the, uh, the horseman. Yeah, it does. Oh, you're right. Well, shit. Yep. I think there's orders <laughs> from these guys. Well, dang. Okay. Well, that's fine. No need to edit that out. <laughs> okay. I'll admit that I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. So fuck that. Ah, now that I've proven you wrong, I'll take your place as Lord. <laughs> In like a couple episodes, this this show is just Murph and Brayton. Yeah, and like, <laughs> haven't slowly supplanted us. Yeah, it's like the second anyone is wrong, they have to tap out. Yeah, it's like it's like Wayne's World. Like we sell the rights for five thousand dollars, oh. go buy sweet guitars, and end up being fucked over by Roblo. Like, well, to be fair, Roblo's gonna Roblo. Yeah, <laughs> you can't stop him from being him. Oh man! Can I give you guys some late breaking news? Yeah, uh, just I just got a toot from uh, from somebody who sent it uh, to me and uh, the Twin Humanities podcast. Uh, John also at Kenny nine nine nine. There's a Kotaku article with uh, with animated gifs of uh, of uh, footage from Beast Beast Souls Project Beast. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll drop that in the robot if one, if one of you guys uh like puts a an instant message in. Cool. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I will I will watch those when we're not recording cuz I'm a fucking professional goal. <laughs> Sorry. <geez. laughs> no, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm, I'm totally joking. <laughs> I I get a tooth that says it's happening and then beast souls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. This might be oh, relevant to the show. It is, it is definitely relevant. I I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not a professional cuz I'm looking at the gif. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> and honestly, I would look at more stuff if my keyboard wasn't the loudest thing in the world. <laughs> like I just can't. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um, and also it's hard to distract me away from skeleton. Like skeleton Lords are like an alluring skull to me in the SAT question form. <laughs> yeah. That's your Harlan Ellison trap. Like, yeah. We are surrounded by these skeleton Lords. Yeah. Um, I just want to play them like fucking xylophone. Um, <laughs> am I, am I to believe this is some core kind of... with all three of them? Dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Am I to believe this is some kind of magical xylophone <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same skeleton lord twice in her own it's distinctly different tones um yeah so the skeleton lords um after you beat them which why would you but after you beat them, um you uh that's like the ultimate way... bird ending in evo like you side with the bird people <laughs> yeah like i wonder how long before i'd get bored if i just decide to like avoid the skeleton lords and just run around in circles and just live with them it's just like you also if you can invade in here and and like in the full dark set uh-huh um and just be like i'm, I'm one of them yeah each each time you get a little cinematic that's you taking off your skin like it's a snowsuit like that robbie <laughs> video that robbie whatever his yeah, name is that robbie yeah. robbie williams yeah robbie like williams millennium. Video. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, man that's a that's a that's a pull and a half, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for remembering his last name because I definitely wasn't going to. He'll always be Robbie to me. Um, <laughs> um, but you can you can make your way to Harvest Valley, which we're gonna you know which we're gonna talk about at some point, not yep. just yet. 
Harvest Valley yeah. sounds like some kind of salad like, dressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to use Harvest Valley Ranch. He's <laughs> got Paul Newman feeding it to his dog on Jay Leno. Yeah, and his dog just like slowly the poison meter on his dog just like filling up at alarming rate. Um, <laughs> as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, this episode is brought to you by listeners like you. Yeah, just like NPR or Reading Rainbow, um, you are self-supporting yourself yeah. by supporting us. It is a codependent nightmare of insanity <laughs> brought to you by patreon.com. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. So, good, good, good pitch. <laughs> I'm sure that's approved. We're good. <laughs> they're not, they're not listening to this. The, um, <laughs> the, um, yeah. So, so what, what is a uh, Patreon and how are these people bringing this thing to us? Cool. Well, it's like an ongoing Kickstarter. Uh, you pledge a certain amount of money every month and, uh, that goes towards helping us, uh, do interesting things and continue to, uh, keep the lights on. And, uh, you know, we have goals, set up there uh just recently we uh we got a new uh uh you know we passed the point where gary's going to make another uh mario paint slash core ds um album mm-hmm. yeah another yeah, stoic club thing yeah. yeah and which is going to be um available you know to certain patrons of certain levels mm-hmm. and uh for everyone else it's going to cost you a couple bucks mm-hmm. so uh so get in on the ground floor you also get a bunch of other neat stuff um physical rewards uh early access shows as we mentioned and then uh, what i'm very excited about is our live stream which uh just to peek behind the curtain we're recording our first <laughs> one tomorrow yeah and uh we're gonna be joined by brayden cameron and if you are a backer of a certain level you could uh you know watch that as it happens mm-hmm. and if not you're gonna have to wait a while yeah. to see it and you can't contribute questions and it's going to be a real humdinger because <laughs> uh brayden's a super hilarious dude yeah and the questions we have so far are fun yeah and you get to see our faces as we talk yeah i've got a i'm looking at a webcam right now <laughs> which is weird um yeah. The, uh, yeah so if you if you thought we uh looked weird in the patreon video just wait until you see us animated this way <laughs> animated. yeah <laughs> yeah marionettes yeah um Mm-hmm. So that uh, that address one more time is patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv, and uh, even a little bit helps, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let, let's let's hit this purgatory. Yeah. Mm. Um, so. Which you go you go to from another area from the forest. Like it's not like this is past here. Right. Um, it's just an alternate path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over mm. one of those little uh, quaint arch bridges that is uh, scattered yeah. throughout this. <laughs> place um leading up to a quaint little uh uh let's say hall of pain yeah yeah these awesome fucking pillars yeah <laughs> and these guys can sometimes pull one at a time and sometimes can chain pull mm-hmm. i've had like i've pulled like two to three of them at a time before and uh and they are hard to fight more than one-on-one mm-hmm. um these mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. Yeah. well they have weapons that are like specifically designed to uh to like mess up your crowd control so either the yeah. like there's one of them who has a whip that's not too bad, but like the rest of them have these uh long pole arm kind of things that are kind of like have a wicked uh wicked scythe to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They do bleed and dark damage and it's just oh <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one. <laughs> and they look like the shredder. Yeah. Yeah. They they do look like shredders. <laughs> yeah. Um very various shredders. Um, this looks this looks so cool though. Looking down this hallway and seeing the four of them up on the pillars, mm-hmm. just I love that. Is like, you. yeah, just waiting for. This is one of the coolest like images in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, I got very good at running past them until eventually I just 
making this boss run enough uh, just got them down to where this was a deserted valley of wind and ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you, I imagine a lot of people despawn these guys. Yeah, this is like, you know, I'm prone to absolutes. However, this might've been one of the most, most memorably hard boss runs in the game, like outside of like the undead crypt. Yeah, this is, well, that's interesting. You say that because the crypt never, I didn't have that big a hard of a time with the crypt. Hmm. Um, I think I think this is really hard though. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this is this is super super tough, and the, it punishes you for running past them because you go on this bridge, and the bridge <laughs> has two holes in it, um, yeah, you know, which is very easy to, to fall into if you don't don't see them coming. And then um, at the end of it, right before um, the 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 fog gate is a uh, red phantom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and like the massive great sword. <laughs> yeah. Gets a- yeah, exactly. It's good to see. Um, yeah. And, uh, and he, he can be kind of tough too. Speedrunners run, and if you jump to your right where the, the bonfire aesthetic is, um, all of the torturers that are following you will all just do the like hilarious awkward back away yeah. that enemies do when they can't get to you in Dark Souls, which is great. Whoa, um, and whoa, sometimes whoa. fall off the bridge. Yeah, exactly. Like, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay, you're on the cliff. Um, but, but that jump is a pain in the ass. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, why are speedrunners going here if not just for like an all boss run? Like all boss, okay. Speedruns, yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, this uh, yeah. The, 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 this black phantom is interesting just because of the gear that he carries, um, mm-hmm. because he has uh, not only like one of the shields from the undead crypt, but so like everything is like elite knight stuff. Not specifically mm-hmm. like elite knight stuff, but like from like Vendrick and Drang like and all these things. Like he has the Llewellyn set, which is you know, kind of the master blacksmith of this realm uh, kind of stuff. So, like, the reason he's camped out here kind of serving this blood god is, uh, you know, it's interesting to think about, although there are no real answers as to why somebody as decorated as him is specifically posted up. Right, right. Yeah, no no, no real idea other than mechanical mm-hmm. purposes to uh, stop you from getting into this boss fight, which, like, <laughs> this was one of the boss fights that I remember hearing about a lot before the game came out. Yeah. Like, they released images of this guy really early on. Um, the Executioner's Chariot. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I remember um, looking at the promo material and being like, how the fuck do you even hit this dude? <laughs> Yeah. Well, people. I remember people speculating that it would like hunt you. Yeah. Like as you as mm. you went from area to area and stuff, which I thought was sounded really cool, and and you know that would have been neat. I still like this boss fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that would have been been pretty rad. And this is another just like fucking metal design as hell. Like I think <laughs> that these two boss fights together are probably the most metal Dark Souls has ever been. <laughs> like the skeleton lords, and then this this like you know awesome executioner's chariot with an undead killer horse. Yeah. And, yeah, like- yeah. I, 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 I'm going to disagree with the Iron King, but yeah, Iron, Iron King super different kinds of metal. Yeah, like death yeah. metal versus like you know '80s like metal metal. <laughs> yeah, versus so it's like a you know it's a mega death cover versus uh, yeah, yeah, like a anal cunt cover. <laughs> yeah, <or> <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> destroyer. Yeah, like yeah, so, so it's mega, mega death versus cannibal corpse. Like yeah, there's a there's a band I like called Destroyer, and whenever I'm searching around online, I get all these pig destroyer songs, <laughs> and they couldn't be more more different. Huh. Um, yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, mm. but it's a two-headed hell horse. I like how the game goes out of its way to say that uh, the, the you know the the executioner isn't the one calling the shots. It's actually the horse. Yeah, with yeah. The Super... eyes. Yeah, all yeah. four <laughs> of them. Well, the 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 cool thing about this era, this boss fight, um, is that like this is Dark Souls. Like the way we were kind of lamenting how they haven't learned their dragon lesson very well, they've learned their puzzle boss lesson. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we, we had our dragon, uh, dragon god and we had our bed of chaos and both of those were flawed in their own ways. And, uh, this is a really good puzzle boss. Yeah. You know, right. It, it, it is very gamey, but without feeling that way. Yeah. It makes, it makes a sense, you know, yeah. um, you know, what's going on. Like it's just trying to run you down with these badass spikes on the outside of its wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, you you just have to make your way to this lever to stop it is the traditional way to beating it, uh, beating it. And, um, you know, that's complicated by skeletons and necromancers along the way with these little kind of indentations. You can, you know, kind of gain ground mm-hmm. on your way up. And it really ends up being like a, a shield stability test. Like yeah. if you can block the skeletons long enough for them to get killed by the um, the chariot, you're fine. <laughs> but if they break through your poise, then you're fucked. And the skeletons get a little bit tougher as you go. And they're yeah. archers mm-hmm. and they vary it up. So. It's a really nice, like, difficulty, you know, kind of ramp. Yeah. I got so good at the first, the, 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 the first round of this that, uh, I was able to roll through the, uh, to roll through the, uh, spikes. Mm-hmm. With oh, my yeah, that, frames. That, yeah, that, that's the, the speedrunner trick for sure. Yeah. Have, have you guys seen the alternate kill for this guy? Uh, no. No. It's rad. And I will put it in the show notes. Um, if you kill him without pulling the lever, um, cause you can do it. The, uh, you shoot arrows at him or hit, hit him with spells and stuff. And you just kind of stay in that first area, um, where he's at. Eventually he will get hurt and try to make the jump that he makes every time, but not make it. So you <laughs> go to the end of the hallway and he's just on the edge of the, the cliff scrambling to try to get up, but he can't. Oh, and wow. you just knock him off the cliff. Holy shit. It's super cool. And like something that would almost never happen. It's such a good detail because it would almost never happen naturally in, in play. You know, but it looks yeah. so good. Like, and it's so mm. like it's so pathetic when it's trying to like scramble up the side of the cliff, and you just put it out of its misery. Huh. Um, similar to uh, ceaseless discharge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trying to pull itself up. So they just like straight up accounted for that. Like yeah. the, the the idea that somebody would have taken a taken a ranged, you know, strategy towards it. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's very. Yeah. So yeah, some really tense moments as you're kind of trying to bend, hurry up from uh from you know one alcove to the other. Hmm. I was just looking for an excuse to say, Ben, hurry up. I, I, I figured it's okay. Cool. <laughs> the, um, the, uh, yeah, but super, you know, super cool boss fight. Eventually you pull a lever and it crashes and you fight it as a boss and it fights a little bit like the, uh, boars. Yeah. From, uh, Dark Souls one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and later in, uh, Dark Souls two. For sure. And, uh, he also has, uh, like some dark attacks. So, uh, like the, the, the range that you have to fight him at is a little bit squirrely. Um, mm-hmm. insofar as like, you think that you're behind him, but like, oh, I'm, st- I'm straight up just like behind a horse. He'll just kick me. Cool. <laughs> 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 I'm dying. Like thousands of little girls have, Ugh. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. ponies, they don't like you standing behind them. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And you don't uh, want to either. Cause you can see all of their genitals and buttholes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and none of that is good on a horse. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, and th- this, uh, this area stop mirrors, a Skyrim um, modder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but well, if only we could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, pending legislation. Yeah. <laughs> um, the this area is very similar to the Cathedral of Blue, 
mm-hmm. um, in that it is a, a boss fight, like a legacy boss fight that recalls an earlier one that just protects a covenant. Um, and these covenants are actually set up as polar opposites of each other, which we're going to talk about mm-hmm. here in a second. Um, you find the uh, the Brotherhood of Blood behind yeah. this uh, horse, which I was disappointed because I wanted to explore a whole undead purgatory. Yeah. The purgatory, like, that's not what purgatory means. Mm-hmm. It's not literally just a room where you get run over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, I, 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 lo- I love the cyclical imagery of that. Just kind of, you yeah. know, like, like, here's this thing that is, you know, torturing something that cannot, killing something that cannot die forever and ever in perpetuity yeah. until you disrupt the cycle. Like, it's a that nice little. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah it's just like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but just however, as kind of like a nice little, like, diorama of what's happening in the larger cosmology of this particular instance of this cycle pretty cool right it's yeah, like well, it's sure. a preview of what's to come so that's that's pretty satisfying however purgatory seems like a little bit of a misnomer yeah it sounds cooler than undead hell <laughs> yeah. um, or at least like less laughable <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i was looking at the area list and I was like undead hell <laughs> what are you doing Dark Souls to? <laughs> um, uh, yeah but uh yeah the yeah, this, um oh, go ahead sorry i was gonna say this um titchy Titchy Greg. Yep. He's yep. is he is he one of the um the bell tower gnomes or related or I think he's just short. Like there's nothing that, <laughs> that uh, implies that he is, you know, an automaton, um the way okay. that the bell tower toys are. Um but he he is a super creep. He had a different voice in uh an earlier version. You can find uh, both voice files online. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um the new one is definitely a little less like serious and a little bit more like impish. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I love that he's just kind of standing in the corner, surrounded by all those candles. Yeah, very unsettling. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and Have the you... first time I first played through the game, I never got the item that allowed him to talk to me, so I never actually figured this guy out. Mm. Uh, I didn't actually join the covenant until my second playthrough. Yeah, I did a couple of uh, the duels, I guess, which is the main thing of this covenant mm-hmm. today. And they're they're neat. They're nice arenas. If you, I guess, there's two arenas that you can fight in. Um, I only found the I only had the one happen for me. Okay. Yeah. Which one did here? you have? Um, it's the one with the kind of um, it looks like the uh, the gallows in the middle, almost mm-hmm. like the the big uh, wooden structure in the center. Okay. So maybe there's um, like three so then, because the the is it is it like um, is there like an upper level and a lower level? Uh, not to the gallows thing. You can just climb to the top of it, I believe. Okay, and wow. Then, so then... And then there's kind of like a lip around the outside of the, the circle area. Huh. So I guess maybe there's three, and I've only gotten two. Hmm. I mean, that could I... be. And I, I didn't spend tons of time with this, to be fair. So I could be yeah. wrong if somebody's freaking I'm... out listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ones I know of is one is just it's a, a long bridge mm. that you can knock people off of. And that's kind of, you know, it take, gives an advantage to certain strategies. And then there's one where there's an upper level and a lower level. And you can drop down and take a moderate amount of damage. But, of course, every time I drop down, they would immediately follow and just axe me to the head with the, the downward <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Just, I did not win many of these fights. <laughs> there's, um, there's not a soul memory requirement for these, these guys. Yeah. So it is, it is a place for unlimited PvP if you want to actually just fight people like a fighting game as opposed to trying to fuck up people's flow yeah. or actually, you know, contribute to their game worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's no problem, whatever your soul level, you know, getting matches, you know, because oh, they yeah. don't look at that. So like, if you just want to fight some people, this is a, a place you can just do it whenever you want. Yeah. But, uh, that's not enough for anybody who wants this to be the dark wraiths. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Which they balance that out. Like, so Dark Wraith's incredibly overpowered in the PvP and kind of broke the experience for a lot of people, but it was very well hidden. Like, you kind of had to break the game to get to Dark Wraith's a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to this, which is kind of just, you can end up here by accident and sign up for this. So, it, you know, well, it's a weird little, you know, balancing act that, you know, that they've done. Isn't this is, this is like the only covenant ring that just has no effect. I think it gives you additional uh, gives you bleed, bleed damage. Does yeah, it? it gives you 50 bleed. Oh, okay. I guess I, I don't use bleed weapons all that often, so. Yeah. And 50 bleed is not enough to make a big difference if you're just yeah. using the ring. Yeah. Like, it, it supplements something. And you shouldn't use bleed anyway, because it, <laughs> it, max, it maxes out at, like, 200, I think. Yeah. Like, bleed is in Whipfest. I'm learning that bleed is pretty shitty. Um, so... Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a cool covenant. Like I like these PvP covenants. I like that that's you know it's just always there. Mm-hmm. You don't actually you know having these dueling arenas is a really great idea, and it's a little bit better than the um, battle of uh, stoicism. Um, yeah, from, from uh, Dark Souls One. <laughs> is that, that that name? I just react yeah. violently to it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty pretty dorky. Yeah, I prefer the yeah. battle of Epicureanism. It's just like a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> the, the grossest part of hot dog eating context is the, that they dip them in water yep. like, oh, I, I'll yeah. put away some hot dogs but that's the part that fucking grosses me out <laughs> um, I want it like a non-glitch hot dog eating speed run no water <laughs> <laughs> no water percent dry percent, yeah. dry <laughs> percent speed run <laughs> okay so no water all condiments yeah, yeah. Listen, when you eat hot dogs, it's everyone knows it's no water. Final destination: all condiments. <laughs> fox only. Like, what? Fox they're, they're, dogs. Yeah, fox dogs, man. Uh, oh, I was, everyone wears a fox suit. I would. <laughs> if that was the, this one year, like some kind of weird protest, like solidarity, all. all the people at Coney Island dressed up in fox suits. <laughs> they did their, but they wouldn't say what they were up to. IFOCE. But that's these those areas, more or less. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and uh, next time, <laughs> we're going to actually finally go and kind of finish off uh, the uh, uh, Bastille by taking out Sinner's Rise. And uh, or then we're going to head on down to the Tomb of the Saints. It's a real transitional kind of episode. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to say that we're going to be joined by uh, Dave Klein of uh, Dave Control Live is his YouTube channel. He is a Dark Souls um, lorester and Let's Player and uh, very, very active with Dark Souls 2 lore. Um, did a bunch of Let's Plays of Kingsfield games. Hmm. So it ends up actually, you know, if you want to see those Kingsfield games but don't actually want to play them, uh, Dave's done really good uh, Let's Plays of them. And yeah. yeah. It's a good get. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So I'm looking for, and yeah, uh, specifically the reason why I wanted to reach out to him for uh, Tomb of the Saints is that he has a long uh, video of him rap growing <laughs> and different kind of uh, you know rap growing techniques and stuff. So nice. a bit of a, a rap bro spurt. <laughs> well, <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. So Murph, where can uh, where can people find you on the internet? Well, let's see here. Uh, there's DorkNight.com, which is the website for our podcast, Dork Knight. Uh, which is released weekly. Um, there is also Hours Played, which is a five-minute video game review slash mini-sketch 
uh, <laughs> podcast. It's kind of I'm current. I'm going through a sort of transformational phase where I'm trying to figure out exactly what I'm doing. Uh, the last game I played was just awful. Uh, <laughs> what was the I was last going to like, this, this time? Uh, Cities XL. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then but, I was also <laughs> going to my sister's wedding, and then this is by far like it's a 30 second podcast of me just saying it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, not the most creative one, but uh, the one before that was the Cherry Tree High Comedy Club. Uh, I buy a bunch of shitty bundles, guys. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> like two or three removed from the indie bundle. Yeah. <laughs> humble bundle, rather. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like $1, get 100 games. <laughs> All right. Why not? Wait a minute, 80, these are Tetris variants. <laughs> it's grade school all over again. Why did I sell all those magazines? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but uh, the next one should be Company of Heroes, which I've got some hopes for. Yeah, that's a good game. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like so how, it's, it's, cause, you know, just kind of the, the general percentages of most of our, you know, games that we have for, uh, Steam, I think, um, are little indie games because we all take advantage of those sales. But every once in a while, you're going to run into like a big, you know, big type, big budget AAA game, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's weird yeah. because occasionally the, the indie games are the ones that I really like. Like, uh, Anodyne was like a really big hit. Yeah. But, uh, Binary Domain was just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that, Capcom game that was like real recent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. there's the the moment everyone has when they realize that indie doesn't mean good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like um, for me, it happened with movies before games. But like, I just distinctly remember, like, man, this independent movie I just watched is fucking dumb. <laughs> like, this is poorly written. Yeah. Um, and that happens a lot of indie games too. Like, I'll play something and yeah. then uh, you know, it just disappoints me. Oh, binary oh, domain oh. was Sega. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of movies, I wanted to uh, – it's not my podcast, but um, Alcoholywood, they are another – they're a movie podcast. But this month, they have been doing all video game movies. Oh, oh cool. And so they've been – let's see. It's uh, – they're doing – they did um, Wing Commander, <laughs> uh, Silent Hill. I can't remember. Uh, Cloak and Dagger. Mortal Kombat was, I believe, what they started out with. Yeah. And I think they're finishing off the month with uh, the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah. A little bit Classic of dessert. Our, yeah. 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 For our times. Oh, those guys are also goons, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, they are goons. And, and they've, yeah, they're really nice guys up in the Chicago area. So go check them out. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I, I like and that they're oh, not they're... just going for the like straight up obvious bad ones. Like it's not just all Uva all the time. No, yeah. no. And, yeah. Like they, they genuinely try and find what is good in yeah. you know each movie, and that it's not just oh shit, 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 angry video game nerd. It's yeah. <laughs> for example, Wing Commander has Matthew Lillard and Mark Hamill. Yep, yeah, and the, uh, the Wing Commander games have Mark Hamill. Yes, and um, where um, uh, where can people find us? Or go? I'm sorry, Murph, oh, I was going to say, and also check out LockyMurph dot it. Or, yeah, itch.io. Show notes. <laughs> just tell, just tell yeah, me what it is, and I'll put it. in the notes. We can just say, that, like, I'm like, a podcast like, professional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll just put it in the show notes because the you know the uh, locker. So I, your game site. Yeah, is that yeah, that's fair? Okay. 
<laughs> hey Gary, where can we find you? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be a dick. I just like when, I, when yeah. I'm listening to a podcast and someone reads a URL that isn't easy to remember, I'm just like, why are you doing this? Just, so it's it's Lala dot breadstore dot pineapple express dot slash. Well, slash is spelled out. <laughs> yeah, I know. It refers to the fiction. It refers to the the Murph Smurf slash fiction that you can you can find. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your, your cool. um, the uh, where where can people find us, Cole? Well, they can find us at duckfeed.tv. Uh, there are a bunch of episodes. We've covered a lot of games, um, and uh, there's more attention on us than ever um, as we uh, kind of plow through these things and as these uh, new announcements come out about Beast Souls and whatnot. So, uh, you know, just why not start at the beginning or, you know, check out our old episodes there. Uh, iTunes ratings and reviews always help. Mm-hmm. And um, as we mentioned at the beginning and probably a little bit towards the middle here, uh, we have that Patreon um, campaign, which, uh, every month we get, uh, you know, you pledge, uh, you pledge a certain amount and then you get cool stuff in return for that. Yeah. And uh, even as little as a dollar makes a big difference. Yeah. So that RSS feed is great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, 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 the early release one. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, that's, uh, always trying to figure out an easier way to do that, but I'm very happy that, uh, that that is, uh, to, to, to hear a good report that that actually works and is not a stupid, horrible piece of shit. Like most of the things I make. So, oh, the, um, oh. yeah, shut up, Cole. No, the, no, uh... <laughs> no, no, like, te- like te- <laughs> te- te- technically. Yeah. Um, okay. The, uh, uh, and I'm not saying this to optic sell anybody, but at the $25 level, you get a piece of pitch ephemera, which we put together for this month, and it's amazing. <laughs> and we're, these are not going to be available outside of doing this, so there are going to be four of these out in the world, and they're great. <laughs> so just throwing that out there um, if you if you have a couple extra bucks a month because they're good. Um, yeah, and you, we also have a bunch of other shows. So if you uh, that are on that RSS feed, so if you go to DuckFeed.tv, check out the other shows. Um, we're not going to list them all. Uh, but they are all video game and non-video game related. You can assure yourself of that. (laughs) They fall into into one of two camps. Um, But we like them. And as we said, there's a lot of crossover material. So we reference a lot of things. So if you want to get the full story, you got to collect the entire (laughs) miniseries. Yep. Approaching something about, uh, let's say, let's say about 30 hours a month. (laughs) Yeah. If if not more than that. Yeah. It's it's a lot of stuff. And and cool stuff's coming up this summer too. Like Mm -hmm. we're launching some new stuff. So, Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. Alpha Protocol because of you guys. Yes. Oh yes. Score. I haven't watched the uh, mm. yeah. That interview comes out um, soon too, so that'll be that'll be good. We just did that. Spoiler: you know? Chris Avalon is amazing and a super nice yeah. dude and very yeah, open. He's, he's he's like the nicest fucking person I've ever met. Like I want <laughs> to adopt me. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you you cut out the can you, you can you be my daddy question right? Yeah yeah okay. I know I just uh, the. Uh, yeah, he's he's so good, but uh, yeah. So yeah, until um, until next time, uh, what should they do? Uh, they should seek misery, lest this mm. man swallow them whole. Mbasa, the world might be sundered. Mbasa, yep. Mbasa, Mbasa. That's good, Mbasa. And we all pray that we will have far more soon. <laughs> <laughs>